But let me pitch this to you. Only fans. There's no part in your mind that thinks to yourself, hey, this is probably wrong. You're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur. I'll be recording conversations I've had with my business partner, Sean. All right, it's a takeover. It's a takeover. We are taking over the Thousand Miles podcast. And this one is actually hosted by Sean Canungo because to be honest with you, Adipa has been spinning all the narratives. And, you know, I want to come on this pod just to set things straight a little bit. Okay, I didn't make this up. Yeah, I know, but you told me. That you wanted to do an episode where it was you giving your um, your side of the story based on se- season one. That's what you told me. And now you don't want to do that. Now <laughs> no, I, like, no, I'm going to make my own episode. Okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll make, it, I'll make the episode based on my side of the story. But I want to confirm from you that I have creative control. You can't. You can't like make up stuff now i'm not gonna make up stuff i'm just gonna uh, say my change. side of the story like how you, you change your voice in the voice memos I don't change my voice. yes you do change your voice like you don't you, no i don't i, I saw i have that. never heard anybody oh say and no one has said that i changed my voice you definitely Excuse change your voice me? in the voice memos and no so- <laughs> first off you are the one who was like, oh, okay, I'll talk about this. And then you like totally overacted, even though I just no. need you to like be normal. And you're like, what did you say? No, I have not. You're like I, some Shakespearean actor. I'm like, relax. Just, oh my gosh. So no, I, anyways, yeah. I, I, well, naturally when you're on, there might be a slight you know, for effect, because I know, you know, people on this no, pod want to have no one. No, every see, people on this pod want a little bit of drama. And but so I'm just doing that for effect. But you naturally change your voice. You're like more assert. You're like. More <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to give my take on the side of my side of the story. But I don't want any sort of creative control. I don't want you to change like what I have to say. Well, yeah, of course, it's going to be a good episode. Uh, I'm joined here by Maria and Neve, who are part of the marketing team. Uh, say hello, guys. Hi. I just come. I, I just want to come in here and uh, you know tell my side of the story and sort of my role around this. So uh, I also want to tell the story of how we pitch crazy ass ideas to Deepa and some examples of our crazy ass ideas. So I have a crazy marketing idea that I want to pitch to you. So, you know, we have our goat oil, right? And you can take goat in like so many different ways. I don't think uh, the audience understands, you know, the, the roles and responsibilities or all the things that I'm involved with. You know, personally, if you don't know, like I... I I do a whole bunch of things. I'm advising organizations on innovation. I speak on innovation. Uh, I also have uh, some equity stakes in some organizations, which I'm helping advise. You know, this is what's taking up my time. And that's why I have really smart people like Neve and Maria that is doing the majority of the work, uh, the majority of whether it's the creators or uh, the 
ad creatives or the organic creatives, um, all the things that you're seeing on social media, on ads, it's based on their brilliance. Uh, but I want to come on here because I wanted to showcase how a typical pitch goes to Deepa because I feel like I'm the crazy one and she's always the conservative one, like here. But I was thinking that um, we should bring a real goat into the studio and we bring um, an attractive woman, attractive girl, and we do something. I haven't figured out all the other details. I think you aren't thinking this through, so I can't comment until you think it through. Well, initially I was thinking that the girl would apply the goat oil on the goat. What? Yeah. Yeah, like the... Do you not even see how that's wrong? Well... Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I thought I didn't I originally I thought it was okay, but but then because our products are organic and natural, I thought and made of like organic ingredients, I thought it would be fine. But I guess you know we could get canceled by people. So I think oh my God. what we could do is I... get a girl and there's no part in your mind that thinks to yourself, hey. This is probably wrong. I, 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 and I think it was a good idea, but Adipa thought that it would be inappropriate to have a goat and put beard oil on a goat, which I relented. I relented, and actually it was Neve that I think pointed out that I think I, w I would get, get canceled if... Uh, I don't know. Why, why would I get canceled? That's not a thing that you can do, or what? I just think... Maybe you could get canceled for it because like animal testing and stuff, even though you're not really testing the product, but it's just maybe something we should steer away from. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you know, this is normally how I work with Deepa. I normally have the crazy ass ideas and she has the logic. In fact, at our wedding, uh, this is what my uncle said at the wedding about uh, who we are. We are happy because of your sense of reality. Because this man is always flying in the dreams. So yeah, he basically said that I'm always in sort of in the clouds and Deepa sort of like the earth. And that's why, you know, we're a good combination together. But I feel like... You need crazy ideas. You need to come up with creative, bold, brilliant, creative, uh, I said creative twice, ideas. Because otherwise, how are you going to get attention, right? The other crazy idea that I pitched to Deepa was this. Okay, we have another idea that I'm pitching you. Um, okay, so... You know, advertising is all about underpriced attention. Advertising is all about underpriced attention. And then you have, uh, you know, obviously traditional methods, Facebook, Instagram, Google, etc. But let me pitch this to you. OnlyFans. No. Let me, hear me out though. See, 
if creators have all the trust and distribution, then the people on OnlyFans definitely do. Like they have probably the most trust because people I actually understand pay. that, but we need to understand our demographic. Right. What is the demographic of OnlyFans? What age group? 30 to 40. Oh, 30 to 40. 30 to 40 year old men go on OnlyFans? Yeah. To- Most people who know OnlyFans are younger. No, no, no. The most people who are on who are paying for OnlyFans are older. The most people who are so posting you know this on for a fact. No, I mean I I, you know I, I do yeah, I do I do know that I do know that it skews older. It is around okay, the thirty you don't actually have the facts. I do it. I don't, but I have heard interviews and podcasts. I haven't looked into the OnlyFans stats, but I I I'm almost certain that it skews higher. I'll tell you why. You need a credit card. And you need disposable income. And you don't feel that it's going to negatively affect Uh, the brand that we're trying to cultivate. So I think... You need to do it in a very elegant, upscale, premium, luxury kind of way that actually um, is very tasteful. And yeah, I think you can do it. Like to me, the unlock for me was like, you know, the fact that Floyd Mayweather on Sunday night was wearing an OnlyFans hat. And he was walking down with the only hand fans. Like Floyd Mayweather is like our target audience is GOAT. Our target audience between 30 and 40. Our target audience between 30 and 40. Like Floyd, Floyd is, the, you know, one of the GOATs, right? Like he's, he's one of the best boxers of all time. He, he's walking down with an OnlyFans. To me, it's like he's elevating OnlyFans in that sense. So... Yeah, I think underpriced attention. And the only reason why I know this is because when I was listening to some interviews of some OnlyFans creators, they had mentioned that, uh, yeah, they, they, they don't get any sort of ad deals or brand deals. And I'm like, ding! Now, I know that there is a big stigma around OnlyFans. But I, I, I just want to dispel OnlyFans for a second. I, I'm not a user of OnlyFans, but I do know that OnlyFans uh, is a platform where an individual can monetize their own content by uh, providing, you, you know, and it, let's, get, let's just cut to the chase, okay? There's a lot of people with nudes on OnlyFans, you know, uh, you know, behind a, a pay paywall. And the reason why I thought it was a really good idea is because those people have ultimate trust and affinity with their end users, their customers, their audience. Uh, if you pay and you subscribe to X person, uh, I don't know, I, I, I 
you really trust that person. You really have affinity and trust towards that person. And I thought it would be a good idea to help to sponsor in a very classy way, in a very classy way. I know we're building a premium product, luxury product there in a very classy way that we would, uh, you know, market on OnlyFans. I didn't think it was a terribly crazy idea, but uh, Neve, w w what did you think about the OnlyFans idea? I was into it. I think that people who have a following on OnlyFans have probably one of the most loyal followings on any other platform um, just because you're paying for the content. So you wouldn't pay to see someone's content if you didn't really love them and really want to see their stuff. So I thought it was a good idea. Maria, were you against the OnlyFans thing? No, I'm not against it, but there's definitely risks uh, involved in it. But I'm learning in this industry, you have to take those risks because you'll never know. Um, but yeah, bottom line, I think it's a good idea. It's, it's uh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll need, uh, I mean, Maria, like, uh, if we were to do an OnlyFans integration with DMSK, something that Deepa would ultimately approve, what do you think that would look like? Uh, definitely no nudes. Um, <laughs> but more on the mysterious kind of spectrum okay <laughs> okay um yeah we'll definitely avoid nudes just because that's that's uh a, sorry um yeah listen i'm 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 uh i i i enjoy you know a nude once in a while but i i, I get it you know for 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 what we're d doing, which we're, we're not about that, like there are some, you know, male products that are on that side. I would say the Nelk Boys or, you know, I don't know if people throw Barstool in that. Like they're very, you know, pro-alpha, male, highly sexualized, Dan Bil Bilzerian. Like we do definitely don't want to touch that area. I mean, I respect what they've done in this space, but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, no nudes. No nudes. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, so, so can you explain to the audience what we do every week at the beginning of the week? Uh, Neve, may, may, maybe you can share a little bit about like the exercise that we go through, just so Deepa would all can also you know listen to this podcast and understand a little bit about the, the the you know how these ideas flow. Yeah. So every Monday we come into the office uh, and we have a meeting, and we just go over first the plan for the week and then we have a brainstorming session for just crazy ass ideas that honestly a lot of them probably are not going to be pulled off um but there are those one in a f couple that just strike a chord with all of us and it's something we can tackle and it'll just kind of draw attention yeah and and And, and I think if we do it tastefully and elegantly, I think, um, you know, we could really create, it's all about finding that one piece of, that, that one traction channel that works. Just, I just wish you had more focus. On what? I'm a little- Exactly. And so the thing that I struggle with, to be honest with you guys, and if this is a bit of a therapy session with you, you know, 
The thing that I have that's the problem is that Deepa is way too logical, way too rational, way too conservative, and she doesn't want to take the big bets. And I'm trying to convince her. I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince her that this is the way to go. Get a goat or get a billboard or, or, or like, you know, put some, throw some money, random money on the street. Just try things. Now, I need your guys' help. How do you think I should best communicate or persuade her on how to, um, you know, get past these crazy ideas? And maybe this is something that you guys do with your parents or your significant others. Like, how would, how, how, how would you advise me to, to, to ultimately get her to agree on a crazy-ass idea? You may or may not get in trouble for this, but I think you just do it. Just do it. That's the best way. What What are they going to say? No, I, it's already been done. I think I think this is. Uh, I don't think that's the best advice. I think I've done that. That doesn't work. I, Neve, what do you think? I think you pitch an even crazier idea to start. That's just so out there. There's no chance anyone would ever say yes to it. And then you work your way down to the crazy idea we had that you actually want to do because it seems a lot less crazy than the first one and she can't say no twice right i like that okay go high and then hit her with something that doesn't sound as crazy basically yeah i like that idea now um if you haven't subscribed to the thousand miles podcast uh i would encourage you guys to do so we're gonna be dropping some well, Deepa is going to be dropping some uh, special episodes before season two begins. And um, yeah, hit that subscribe button wherever you are. I hope you like this podcast. And if you do, tell a friend, subscribe or follow, and leave a five-star rating. And I'll talk to you soon on our next episode of Thousand Miles.